With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. If you're snacking on anything but tasty cake, you're making a huge Miss Cake. A fistful of chocolate-covered raisins? Miss Cake. A spoonful of peanut butter? Bigger Miss Cake. Or the worst Miss Cake of all, your kid's Halloween candy, and it's April. If it's not tasty cake, it's a Miss Cake. Because nothing satisfies like a perfectly sweet butterscotch crimpet. Or rich and creamy chocolate peanut butter candy cake. Tasty cake. Except no substitute. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co-director of charts at Billboard. And today on the show, we've got must-hear music with Billboard's deputy editor, Digital Joe Lynch. Uh, As always, Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. And in addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. But before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast and all of our children like Must Hear Music, uh, subscribe to the show on iTunes so you won't miss an episode and give us a rating or review while you're at it. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit billboard.com slash podcasts. So today on Must Hear Music, Joe and the team will be chatting about new music from Pusha T, Christina Aguilera, and Demi Lovato on their uh, big fiery collaboration, and Jay Balvin. Uh, Pusha T, you may have heard that he's in the news lately uh, with his uh, back and forth beef with Drake. Um It'll be interesting to see how that affects his album uh, on next week's Billboard 200 album chart. Right now, it looks like it's going to debut in the top five. Um, of course, this Pusha T album is called Daytona, um, and it's only actually a slim seven songs, believe it or not. But still, it, it could actually debut in the top five. That will give him his second top ten album. Um, and then, of course, next month, we are scheduled to get next month, meaning June. Next month, we are scheduled to get the new Drake album. So how big will Drake be when it comes out? Well, let's focus on Pusha T first. Let's hear all about his new music and his new album on Must Hear Music. Hello, and welcome to the Must Your Music Podcast. My name is Joe Lynch. I'm sitting here with Lindsay Havens. Hello. And Tatiana Sirisano. Hi. And uh, how are you guys? How are you guys on this fine day? Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. It's, it's been a day, but yeah, doing good. Yeah, off to a real strong start with this. <laughs> yep. Um, well, before we dive into it, um, I wanted to say, uh, stick around after we chat. Um, we have, I think, six songs we're going to talk about. 
Uh, and then I have an interview with Sadie Dupuy, uh, the lead singer of Speedy Ortiz, who have a new album, Twerp Verse, out, uh, which is excellent. It's, I mean, she had a solo album, Sad 13, which was very good. Yeah. And But now Speedy Ortiz is back, um, which is like the slightly more rockin' side um, of her sonic palette. But she kind of brings in some of the like electronics that were on her solo album. I need to listen. One. It's really good. It's really good. I should mention Joe's t-shirt for those who can't I see about to say, all very of you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I bought the t-shirt. I was I saw them in concert. I've seen them a few times. But it's I was a fun like, shirt. It's a really good shirt. Yeah, it is good. I don't even know what's. It kind of looks, looks like, like you mer- colored it with crayon yourself. It does. Yeah, it looks like it's like a mermaid situation. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Good shirt. Good album. Good interview coming up at the end of this podcast. What um, else do you need? Triple threat. All right. Uh, let's start with. <laughs> The thing that everyone's talking about, or at least in the music world, um, which is the new Pusha T yep. EP plus a diss track. Oh, um, man. But so it's Daytona, uh, Pusha T's new EP, or is it an album? What are we it's calling considered this? an album? So twenty-one minute album. All right. Yeah, all of what the, will they think of next? All of the albums that Kanye is producing have seven tracks on right. them. So they're, I think they're all considered albums regardless of the fact that they only have seven songs and they might be very short. Yeah. So. Um, but anyways, though, yeah. thanks for clearing that up. Um, <laughs> so I've been like so deeply entrenched in <laughs> That's true. You have. music lately. Yeah, you've been <laughs> working true. on that thing for the magazine. Oh, yeah. And you look like it. You look like you've really been enjoying that. <laughs> Um, anyways, so the, uh, the EP, or excuse me, album, I'm never going to get, whatever, it's 21 Call it what you want. It's an EP. (laughs) Um, has, basically everyone's talking about it because there's like a Drake diss on it, and then Drake Mm -hmm. responded, and then Pusha responded again, and now they're back and forth on Twitter. Drake Um, has a kid, is the takeaway. The kid, yeah, Drake has a child that I I thought we knew about to begin with, maybe I... I think people... Did, but it was never like this blown up, really. Admit, yeah, it was never like confirmed or maybe it was rumored or yeah. something. Um, but doing what we do here, mm-hmm. since this is the must hear music, not the yes. must hear hot goss podcast. Also a great podcast idea, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get on that. I would listen. Um, I wanted to focus on a song that I just thought was really fantastic and moving. So from Daytona, it's uh, Santeria. Um, I think, actually, I forget if it's like the fifth or sixth track. Um but it's towards the last half. Um, it's this really uh, moving song. So Carl Lamar, who's our hip-hop editor, um, did a fantastic, really wide-ranging interview with Pusha last week uh, that delved into Daytona and also specifically talked about this song um, where someone in his circle, uh, kind of his tour manager, uh, Davon, was murdered three years ago. Um, and this song is kind of him coming to grips with it. Um, Santeria is this kind of Afro-Cuban religious, um, I can't think of the right word, let's just say thing, I'm just going to say thing, that has influences of Catholicism, kind of one of those just like hybrid things, but it involves like speaking to spirits. So, you know, he's, this is a track kind of addressed um, to someone very close to him who was killed three years ago. Um, It's really lovely. It's, I mean, it's not... it's not like a lovely song, but it's just really yeah. heartfelt and moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and honest, like a lot of times, you know, there'll be songs to someone who's died and they kind of get very saccharine. And this is pretty realistic. This is him 
kind of like meditating on the fact that like when he was alive, he didn't take him or he took him for granted. You know, as someone who was working for him, he would fre- uh, frequently yell at him. He would curse him out. And, you know, and that's just how life works. Like someone's working for you. You're in a high stress situation. Like naturally, you're going to, you know, you're a, a, a rapper. You're going to be yelling at your tour manager or your lawyer at some point, And then, mm-hmm. you know, but then they die suddenly and you realize like, oh, fuck, I excuse that one. Uh, <laughs> you're like, you know, I haven't made, you know, I'm, I haven't kind of made peace with this person because right. I was expecting, you know, there always to be the next time you could be like, oh, hey, sorry, I blew up at you. Yeah. Um, so it's really it's just really adult and mature and like not the kind of things you hear spoken about in mainstream music you know usually not to like go back two decades but usually when someone dies you know you get something more like puffy i'll be missing you which is just a very like straightforward like you're dead and it's sad this is this really has Mm -hmm. a lot of nuance to it Mm -hmm. um but what do you guys think about santeria um well like we were talking about before i think um daytona is obviously such like a like a charged album in so many ways from the the Drake drama um, to the the cover art even. Um, so Santeria really stood out to me too as something that's like it's Pusha's own story. It's kind of like not involving anyone else and it's so raw and personal. Um, so I was also really impressed by it. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this album is great. I'm actually a fan of the fact that it's only seven tracks <laughs> because it's really accessible to get through mm-hmm. all of it. Yeah, And like true. the way... It, I don't know, like the cohesiveness of the track list is amazing if you listen all the way through the way they just flow into one another. But this one did really stand out for all the reasons that you said. I mean, it's just a very special song, especially to hear from someone like Pusha. Mm -hmm. And like you just said, Tati, especially to hear from him right now. Mm -hmm. This is sort of one that like rises above all of the surface level drama. Right. Um, and I think that's really appreciated. I also love the guest vocals that are in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, think I that was wondering was unexpected, who, like what sample or so, whatever yeah. that is. Did you look it up? Yeah, but did you too? Because then I want you to take this one because I don't know how to pronounce it. Well, neither do I. It's it's, it's spelled zero seven zero shake. Right. But I don't know if, how you. If it's it's like, probably like interesting. Oh seven oh shake or something. I yeah. don't know. So, but not exactly. I don't know. But how to um, they're it. also signed to Good Music, which makes sense. But okay, I'd never heard of them before. Yeah, it's really good lovely. though. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's listen to some of it. So, Pusha T, uh, Santeria. Santeria, excuse me. Whoa. And, uh, <laughs> Santeria sounds like a disease. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, here it is uh, from Pusha's Daytona album. At the Kremlin, searching for the green like a gremlin. Presidential emblem, presidential tint on the shit that I am driven in. I just place orders and drop dollars. Rockwallers roam the grounds, the Glock hollers. The three of y'all too accessible. Seen all the wrong moves, watching the untouchables. We don't do vegetables, niggas get flatlined. Welcome all beef, then we heat them with flat irons. Your plans are back fine. Double crossing the priest. Hail Mary. Repeat. Agony. All right. Uh, that was me, Pusha. Uh, let's do. Actually, I forget who picked this, but Christina Aguilera and Demi Lovato yes. fall in line. Is that? Oh, my God. That's a Lindsay, That's a Lindsay pick. Yeah. You okay. guys, I listen to this song and find myself suddenly standing up. Like, <laughs> that's such a good it's, way to describe it, though. <laughs> this song is insane. Like, how can you not get so into it? It's like a belt off between I'm, two of... I don't stand up when I get excited, but okay. I didn't know I did until <laughs> I found myself doing it to this song. I don't know. I love Demi. I love Christina. They just, like, melt one another's faces off throughout this entire song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the fact that they live debuted at the Billboard Music Awards is 
obviously something to shout out. That was mm-hmm. cool. Um, but yeah, it's just I love how Christina opens it by saying like, "Listen closely, little girls." Even though she knows that it's not just addressed to little girls, this is something that can be implemented and you know picked apart by everyone. Um, and then my other favorite line is I think Demi says it. She's like, "God forbid you know your own way home." Just making fun of little things like chivalry sure like it's sweet to walk someone home but like also you know how to get home you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) just like the whole thing is very tongue-in-cheek um but in a way that still gets the message across that this is like if someone hasn't heard it what would you say the overall message is it's a like a feminist anthem for sure i I don't want to use the word feminist it's a women's anthem (laughs) yeah um just like a rallying song about you know like not falling in line even though that's the title just about doing your own thing and they both say how they've never been one to do that they've sort of like stepped out of the norm or what's expected yeah and i also feel like um now that this we're sort of in this new wave of feminism I, i feel like there are some artists that will like sort of take advantage of that and put out a song just because they feel like it's the right. thing that's in but this was not that like this felt so genuine and there was something just very powerful about seeing these two women singing together with such like crazy incredible voices yeah um and with such a good message i mean yeah i i loved it yeah i mean i think it's um <laughs> i i like so it's from coming from liberation which we yeah. did a cover story with christina aguilera about her yeah we did upcoming album yeah we did um i like the whole <laughs> In, in addition to what you guys said that you know it's called fall in line and then they add in kind of like army marching orders the like one two three four like oh yeah kind of like an army I can't, i'm gonna say commandant but that's definitely not the word <laughs> yeah but someone who works mean. in the army yeah <laughs> yelling orders that right. them, um obviously a world i'm very familiar with uh but yeah so <laughs> Yeah, and I like that. That's a good addition. Um, you know, I mean, the one thing I like it. One thing I will say is we were watching it in the office, and someone was like, at the end of it, they were like, it just kind of sounds like they're screaming. At I remember each other. that too. <laughs> I remember that too. Yeah, which they are. It's sort of fair. At one point, it is just like two people like wailing at each other. I mean, with impeccable, you know, yeah. vocal pitch, but there is a little bit of that. Definitely. But it's not as show offy as like usually when you hear that, then you're like, oh, it's just two like powerhouse vocalists, like flaunting it with like no regard kind of for melody that's what i thought it was gonna and this be. is and, and this is not wasn't. that yeah like, it really it still also, is grounded in the song well mm-hmm. right that's the exact point i was gonna make too it, it just makes sense like it's almost like a moment of like release or like aggression yeah. about everything they're singing about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i will defend this song <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can sit down now all right yeah i'm sorry the table <laughs> Um, all right, well, let's listen to it. So it's Christina Aguilera. I think is I don't know if it's and or featuring Demi Lovato, but I think a mystery for the ages. And. Yeah. Who knows? Um, anyways, fall in line. Let's listen to it. All right, that was new Extina and Demi. Um, let's do a Tati pick then. Yeah. So um, what do we have here? We have uh, J Balvin, the song, uh, what is it? Cuando Tu Quieras? Yes, Cuando Tu Quieras. Um, yeah. I think whenever you want, right? 
I think, yes, that's what I loosely translated yes. to my limited <laughs> and forgotten knowledge. My, like, high school Spanish class. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm obsessed with the whole new J Balvin album, Vibras. Mm-hmm. It's so, so good. Um, and I kind of couldn't pick a song from that to talk about here, but I I chose this one because I think it's very representative about, like, how he's kind of a more experimental Latin yeah. artist. Um, obviously, the Latin sound is, like, really, really huge right now, but he's one of those people that's kind of even, like, ahead of that in the future, like, mm-hmm. looking at where that type of sound is going next. Um, so this song, it's just so interesting. It has like sort of trap vibes. It has like electronic. Um, I love the female vocal that's in there that I don't, I was trying to figure out who it was and I couldn't find credits anywhere, but I love it. (laughs) Um, so whoever that is, um, but yeah, uh, I just think it's honestly a jam. Yeah, totally. And I really like what Balvin is doing, so... Yeah, I think this album is great. I love the album art. It's like the cutest little deconstructed monster. (laughs) I don't even know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, this song is super catchy. I'm just really happy to hear, even though Mi Gente is on the album, I'm happy to hear that overall it's pretty diverse from that. It's super diverse from that, yeah. Yeah, which I think is really nice to know that, you know, that was like a hit that quote unquote broke him been around for a while but um (laughs) it's nice to know that he didn't dip deeper into that he still did what he wanted to do on his album Mm -hmm. yeah i really like the song i mean i agree with what you said i think it's interesting in terms of like kind of him being on the more like pushing things forward in Mm -hmm. terms of progressive sounds um yeah usually don't hear um like he does kind of like a looped vocal thing. He's like right. having a little fun with noises. Um, there is like the sort of one <laughs> of those. Fun. No, I can't, we, we've talked about in this fun podcast before. <laughs> no, like those noises. I just picture him in the studio, like clicking buttons. That kind noises. of like up vocal thing that like yeah, is, has been okay. on everything from like slow hands to the little like other, woo. Woo, but yeah. it's not yeah. a woo, but it's kind of like Something that like thing. That. There's a little yeah. one of those on there. So like so it's like a swoop. Yeah. Yeah. I just woke myself up with that. Yeah. <laughs> She's standing again. Oh, my God. Um, no, I like it um, a lot. And the uh, the cover art reminds me of, I don't know if there's a sort of cult famous Japanese horror film called Haosu. And it looks a lot like I that. I think oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't about. know so what you're talking about. I would about, say look it up. To. Compare the cover of uh, J Balvin's Vibras to Haosu. Who knows? I think maybe there's a similarity there. It might be. Who it really knows? might be. Um, but yeah, so let, oh, were you guys in the, did you see him when he was in the office? Yes. How was, how was that? Cause I, I was busy, so I missed it very sadly. <laughs> we get it. You're busy. <laughs> I'm, I might just be a little busier than you. I can't hang out with every star that waltzes in the door. Um, he's, he was great. He was awesome. Yeah. He's he like the most humble person I've ever met. Yeah. He called himself an emerging artist, which was cute. Oh, I was like, you're not emerging. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Yeah. And he also, um, I have to give a shout out to his Louis Vuitton tracksuit, which was great. <laughs> oh, man. As it would be. Um, yeah, he had a great outfit. But Yeah. It sounds like you're talking about me, most humble person you've met, <laughs> Louis Vuitton tracksuit. Like, it's so many similarities. Obviously, so similar. <laughs> um, <in> my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's listen to it. Uh, Jay Belvin, song is Cuando Tu Queras. Uh, and this is from Vibras. Hasta 
si acaso hace calor Que yo quiero que tú subas y bajes como elevador, elevador y Ponte de frente, ya es evidente All right, uh, let's do... What else Another do we have? Pick? Yeah. I want to do, no, the other Tati pick. I want to do oh, uh, okay. Maggie Rogers, Falling Water. Yes. Uh, love her. But love you, her. you talk about talk about this song. Sure. Um, so she's back. Yay. <laughs> um, with a very Maggie Rogers song. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny. I was actually, I, I remember somebody brought up, like, talking to her about her upcoming work and her saying that it was very different. Um, from her previous stuff, um, which was interesting because the song is like very much in line <laughs> very not with her usual work, but yeah. I still love it. I mean, it's, I don't even have like that much deep stuff to say about it. I just think it's mm-hmm. a really beautiful song. Um, and she, for what it's worth, like she does nail that specific sound that she's created for herself. It's like this folksy, yeah. almost like wind chimey, um, sound. I like that. And her voice is just gorgeous. So. Yeah. yeah, I did. I noticed on the song, she seems to be using her voice more. I feel like yeah. that's one of the things she's figured that's out the most true. in between mm-hmm. her EP and this song. Like, there's just a little more power and gust to it. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm Maggie Rogers, to me, I love her, and I'm surprised I'm not, like, sick of her yet. Because I feel like <laughs> at this point, she's just, like, here. You know, like, you know mm-hmm. what to get from Maggie Rogers. She's on the festival circuit. She's... Yeah. She, like, is popping up places now with the National on stage. I feel like but she's she just... she is an emerging artist still, like... But that, that's why it's so weird, because she is, but at the same time, I feel like she's been around for so long. Yeah. It's only been, what, like, two years Couple since years. Alaska? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's just, like, in this weird lane right now. Um, I feel like we all think she's been around forever just because Alaska lived the longest life. <laughs> Like, people yeah. kept rediscovering the Pharrell story over right. and over. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm not mad that she's doing more of the same. Because, I, like you said, I love right. what she does and it's yeah. her own sound. But I am curious to hear if the album is more different. Mm-hmm. Me too. Like, promised. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I really, like, I still, <clears throat> excuse me, I still love Alaska. I'm not mm-hmm. sick of it. Um, she's. I saw her live for the first time earlier this year. It was fantastic. Um, yeah. It's just a, a lane I like. It's sort of like folky songcraft, yeah. but electronic tinges, and that's something I really enjoy. Those kind of like early Ellie Goulding, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I just feel like there's. I mean, there is there are plenty of people doing that, but there's not. I guess, but at the same time, it doesn't feel like there's right. that many people doing it. Like, or at least She's they're not like breaking lane. through. Yeah, she feels like sort of providing something fresh for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm excited just to, to hear more. And, um, I mean, I, I sort of agree with what you're either saying or implying though, that it's, <laughs> it's similar to what we've heard and I would, I'd be happy to hear something that's shows a little different. more like experimentation, mm-hmm. but, yeah. um, or maybe the other way, like maybe do we want her to go and d- just like the total like Max Martin pop route and no, right. <laughs> so there we go. Right. Like no. that's the thing. Like she has a good thing going. I don't know if I want her to change it. I don't know. I swear. I feel like I read this or heard this somewhere that they wanted to put her with Max Martin and that didn't mm-hmm. interest her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that's cool. I could have just made that up though. You probably so. did. But then again, <laughs> I mean, um, you know, Robin's body talk, like that has a Max Martin song and that's still one of the most like progressive weird pop albums of the last 10 years. That's true. So no hate to Max Martin. Yeah. No, no. He's, <laughs> he's good. One of my, one of my favorite Maxes. Oh yeah. Um, certainly. <laughs> 
Uh, anyways, enough about this. So Maggie Rogers, Falling Water. Let's listen to it. Right, that was new Maggie Rogers. Uh, this is let's do another one of my picks. Uh, so I have Courtney Barnett, uh, song called Charity from her new album, whose title I don't remember. What's Oof. the new album? I actually don't remember it either. Um, Me neither. Anyways, though, I will. I will Nameless look it up. Faceless. That I know that's a song on the album. Yeah, I don't think that's it. Um, but anyway, so tell Cord- me you're pretty. Tell me I'm pretty. Let's just. Let's just <laughs> I need keep to know. Throwing out <laughs> titles. Uh, now it's gonna bother me. Tell me, I'm pretty. Tell me, uh, tell me how you really feel. Tell me how you really okay. feel. Ugh. Is "Tell Me I'm Pretty" a song? It's a no. <laughs> right. I think you just want to be told Damn you're pretty. It. Well, can someone just tell me that already? <laughs> you're pretty, looking. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Gosh, a girl's got to really dig. Yeah. Um. All right. So, wow, that was quite a diversion. Uh. So, Courtney Barnett, Charity from new album. So, this is her second album. Is Courtney Barnett, she had an album not really that long ago with Kurt Vile yeah. um, that we talked about and had mixed feelings about. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, that album, uh, Lot of Sea Lice, was a little, little too much of him, and, and not in a bad way. I like Kurt Vile a lot, but yeah. um, I wanted to hear more of kind of her, like, uh, like she has a, a bit of a punky energy sometimes, and mm-hmm. he's a really more laid back. And yes, it was a very laid-back album, their collaboration. Um, so I'm happy <clears throat> with this one. I mean, there's nothing quite as, um, quite as like really loud as. Um, oh, what was the? I'm trying to think of. God, I'm really just blanking. Pedestrian <laughs> at best. Yes, pedestrian at best from the first album. There's yeah. nothing that like really rocks that hard. But um, yeah. charity is, I think, the third song on the album, um, and I really like it because it just has. A little more like kind of like chugging forward energy mm-hmm. that we didn't get from her last collaborative album. Um, I mean, she still like has that sort of like slacker persona. Um, you know, like there's a bit of a, a lackadaisical drawl in her voice. Um, you know, the lyrics are things like you don't have to pretend you're not scared. Everyone's just as terrified as you. Yeah. Like it's definitely like that 90s like Generation X. Not that she is a member of that, but styled right. lyrics. Um but yeah, but then there's it's kind of offset by the fact that the the music has some forward motion, which reminds me um, a bit of like Stephen Malcolmus at his best, mm-hmm. when there's this really kind of like he sounds like he doesn't care the way he's delivering the lyrics, but the music has a lot of like propulsion to it. It's a very um, good way to yeah, describe you just broke her. that down very well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Courtney Barnett, Charity. What, what did you guys think? I don't know if I could dot that explanation. Um, Well, one thing I would add is I like that um, she always has a little bit of humor in her Mm -hmm. lyrics. Um, So even though, like, some of these topics can be uh, sort of depressing and dark, they're, like, funny. Like, there's a part where she sings, like, oh, everything's amazing or something like that. But it's, like, obviously sarcastic. I was going to mention the same thing. Yeah. And it's, like, like, you must be having so much fun. Right. Like, you could hear her saying it like that. Right. So I like that. Um. Yeah, I think this is a good song to highlight because overall I would say that this album is a little darker almost than her debut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
I feel like you hear some of Kurt Vile's influence on this too, like a little leftover from their collaboration, Mm -hmm. just because some of it is slower and it doesn't hit quite as hard as, like we said, pedestrian at best, but I still love it. I also think I forgot, uh, I should have written this down, I forgot what song it is, but one of them's somewhat political of her. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Um... I don't know. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But I just, I think she's doing, she's doing a little more with the lyrics on this one. The first album, yeah. they were like, they were super funny. One was about roadkill, you know? This one, yeah. she's like stepping it up a notch. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, I like, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm not like, it's not like, for me, it's not like a total home run, this album, but I, yeah. I'm listening to it a lot, so. Right. Same. Uh, all right. Same. Cool. Uh, so Courtney Barnett, mm-hmm. uh, the song's called Charity. All right, uh, next and I think last, we yep. have uh, Nikki. song is Newsflash mm-hmm. with an exclamation point. And this is a Lindsay pick. Um, song is so fun. I don't know anything about this artist, so. Let me tell you about so her. So tell me. <laughs> so Nikki, she's 19 years old. She's 19? Yes. What? I cannot, all of the music I'm listening to right now is by like 19 and 20 year olds. Wow. Uh, so she fits in that. Once but- you're a drinking age, you your talent is gone apparently (laughs) yeah once you can legally drink you lose all your skill um but so anyway she's 19 year old indonesian artist and producer she she i would also call her like an mc almost the way that she at least delivers this track Mm -hmm. um this is her debut ep uh she signed to 88 rising which is a collective that a lot of us here are pretty interested in they have rich brian they have Hmm. <laughs> Joji, right? Yes, they have Joji. Yep. Um, <laughs> and a few other big names. They're all working together on something upcoming. But yeah, this is her debut EP, Zephyr. And this was the single. So they released the EP with the video for this at the same time. But I don't know. This is like a very fun song. Uh, I know Tati was jamming out to it the other day. I have not stopped <laughs> listening to it. Yeah. But I can't believe she's 19. I mean, I wish I had that much insight into relationships at 19. Like, right? when she's, the way she talks, I'm like, I wish. She's like, newsflash, I don't need you. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, Nikki. Yeah. And um, it's funny, Joe, how you, like, mentioned with the explanation point, because I feel like that's actually important to the song. <laughs> it, yeah. It that is. she's kind yeah. of like, newsflash, like, yeah, yeah it's. No, it, again, it's it kind correctly. of funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I also love the part where she like lists off like these girls' names. I feel like that's a thing that's been done in like '90s rap before, mm-hmm. and like she kind of evokes that, and it's yeah. it's cool. Um, oh, and this is like random, but I also really like the the like it's a, is it like a trumpet or like you know what I'm talking about? There's like a horn sort yes. of sound. It reminded me a little bit of Whitney. Oh, hmm. you know. I'm talking about. I can see that. Yeah, Whitney, um, the the rock band. Yes, we, Whitney, okay. my favorite yes. Chicago rock. band. I feel band. like we have to make that clear because yes, when I hear yes, Whitney, I'm thinking. <laughs> I actually bought a T-shirt of theirs last night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always on my mind. They have good merch. Such good merch. Um, but anyway, but I believe yeah. we meant a different Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant Whitney the rock band. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they use this sort of like trumpet. 
wait, sound. I thought we were being sarcastic. You actually meant okay. <laughs> now I'm confused. So we were talking about Whitney and the Chicago rock band. Yes, yes, not I Whitney Houston. Okay. Um. Anyway, there's like an instrument in there. It kind of sounds like a trumpet. Um. But it's it's really lovely, and that's all I wanted to say about that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I liked this. I like this a lot. Um, it reminds me of kind of the, the combination of like kind of the, uh, like it's a little Baroque pop, a little indie Baroque pop mixed with like a more R&B beat. Yeah. Um, yeah. which kind of reminded me of some of, uh, Gabrielle Garzon Montano stuff who we've talked about on this podcast before, I believe. Interesting comparison. Um, it's not like it's not a dead ringer in terms of sound, but it just yeah. it's sort of scratches similar itch for me, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, yeah, just in terms of like fusing together, yeah, some different things and and genres that you don't often hear. Like that's not a, a typical thing people are doing. Yeah. Um. Like, wait, who were we talking about earlier? Oh, well, like Maggie Rogers. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like sort of like what the things she's combining. Like, we've heard that a few times, but this is is right. pretty innovative, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Um, and 19 at that so yeah so crazy i feel Um, so unaccomplished (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) same all right so it's nikki which is n-i-k-i all caps caps. Mm -hmm. and then newsflash (laughs) is the song Can do better than you. Life is just proud of smugly. I laid on the ugly. I roll in my grave, that's why you touch me. How you look already? I say I love you, baby. Baby, so shady, extra shade ain't even necessary. All right, so that was our news flash. Um, <laughs> and in an actual news flash, uh, stick around right now for a chat with Speedy Ortiz. Uh, before we do that, thank you, Lindsay and Tati, for swinging through the Must Hear Music podcast. As we do. <laughs> Sharing your thoughts, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Um, all right. Thank you for listening. And uh, here is my chat with uh, Sadie from Speedy Ortiz. I want to know. All right, hello and welcome to the Must Hear Music Podcast. My name is Joe Lynch, and I'm here with Sadie Dupuis of uh, Speedy Ortiz. Hi, you forgot which project I was here for. I, for was, a I was for a second. I was like, wait, are we here for Sad Thirteen? Nope, we're back. I can't to even you. remember. Yeah, well, that actually we might as well just talk about that quick. So your last album was as Sad Thirteen. Yeah, I think the last time I saw you was and that was for, was it for this podcast? It was for this yeah. podcast. This exact same this exact podcast. One. Nice. Um, and now you're back with Speedy Ortiz. Yes. Um, so what? I mean, I guess you know know why back to speedy you know what was the the impetus i missed i missed my bandmates you know yeah it's nice to play with people you've been playing with for seven years is it that long maybe like six yeah i think somewhere in there right yeah i mean you would know better than i oh maybe (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i mean so the you know why i guess when you're writing these songs this is any different to be like all right now i have to write a speedy song versus um you know like a solo thing um I think most of the stuff for the solo record I wrote in a really short time period, mm-hmm. specifically writing it for a solo record. Yeah. Um, but there were a couple songs that I wrote around that time that I was like, this is too good to use for this. Like, mm-hmm. it'd be more fun with my bandmates. So there is actually, I think, one song on the new Speedy record 
that was a demo for Sad Thirteen. Okay. Um, and vice versa. Like I think even on the the Sad Thirteen record, there were some songs that I'd been thinking about doing for Speedy, and for whatever reason, they never worked out. So right. I put them on there. Yeah. Um. So I think the big difference is like. Will it be good if I play everything and produce it? Or <laughs> yeah. would it be served way better with like my very smart bandmates playing on right. it? Um, I mean, I've heard, so the album's Twerp First, yes. the, the third Speedy. Um, and I've heard, I think, three songs from it, and they're all great. I mean, oh, I always love Speedy. Well, you should have the record. I should have the record. Hmm. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Hold sure out. my email does, like, whenever I get the... Um, the promo the pro- It just links. goes right goes into the spam. promo junkyard. Yep. Yeah, it's impossible. Um, I had to promo jukebox. For, I mean, people listening don't know what this is, maybe. But it's, like, how you send watermarked records. Yeah. And I needed to listen to something on the record the other day to figure out how to play it. And yeah. I realized I didn't actually have it on my computer. So I That's had to funny. promo jukebox myself the record. That's pretty funny. Uh, um. Okay, all right. So I do have the album. <laughs> You've been called out. I've been called out. Um, well, I'm glad you like the three songs. I love the three songs. <laughs> um, and I wanted to talk about one of them because we're going to premiere it, the video I know. for it. Uh, villain. Yes. So, well, I mean, I want to talk about the video, but I want I guess, lyrically wanted to talk about it first because re- like the, the kind of message behind it reminded me of Get a Yes on yeah. the solo album. So, And it predates Get a Yes by oh, really? quite a few years. Yeah. Um, I feel like I wrote this song and kind of had it shelved for a while. It's I wrote it in like 2014. Okay. So it's an old one that we're we're finally recording and doing. We've always mm. wanted to do something with, but um yeah. took till now to figure out how to do it. Um so when I wrote Get a Yes, I was kind of like this is the positive version of this other song that I never right. released. Um so yeah. Yeah, I mean it's like very like I mean, I hate to use the word powerful because it seems so generic, but it is like, like, it's basically, you know, like you're talking about this guy who you say no to and he takes that as an all right. And it's like, what kind of world does this person live in where they look past your answers? Um, That's interesting. You wrote it four years ago, though, because it seems like especially timely now because like everyone. Yeah. And it's funny, like we recorded it. um, So when we were recording this record, we recorded it all the way through in um, fall of 2016. And then Mm -hmm. we kind of scrapped most of it and um recorded new songs in yeah. february so in between there was an election that um right. nobody was too happy with yeah so that uh villain is actually one of the songs that we had done um the first time around yeah so it's um yeah it was important for us to record it and to put it out and um interesting too that i think so many other people have felt um the imperative to share these kinds of stories now um i think like camp cope for example had a Mm -hmm. song on their record that's sort of similar and obviously the me too movement right um so i I mean of course it's sad that like you said so many people are, are conditioned from childhood to ignore people's answers yeah but um i think it's great that so many people are sharing stories and kind of finding community with one another and yeah sort of looking in a real way at how to address these issues um not only amongst like the adults who have disregarded people's uh, mm-hmm. wants for so long but also for like kids growing up and yeah um learning about consent and sex ed which is like why i wrote get a yes i was like yeah let's do a fun song about <laughs> how important consent is but I it's mean, also think... important to talk about um the bad stuff too i think yeah yeah i mean i think that is what's so important like what you mentioned with like kind of the next generation because it is a conditioning thing sure so it's kind of like you know like how early you know if you grow up with these movies where people 
you know, just kind of like keep pushing themselves on someone and then it works. You're like, oh, I guess that's how these things work. It's like, it's funny. There's another song on the record that's called um, Can I Kiss You? And it's sort of like satirizing the rom-com trope of the person who just keeps trying. And like at the end, it's romantic because the other person finally gave in. It's not romantic. Just listen to people. Exactly. Which ties back into what we were talking about just a second ago, Crazy (laughs) Ex-Girlfriend. Oh, my God. Um, Which is so My absolute favorite. I know. It's such an incredible show. Um, but without going down that rabbit hole, um, so the video, the video is super interesting. Yes. You have a man with fish head. Yes. <laughs> so what was the like concept behind that? Like, where did that come from? Um, well, the director is our friend, Al Schneider, who I actually went to summer camp with when I was a tiny little kid. Nice. Um, we've known each other forever and she did the, my dead girl video for us a couple years ago that mm-hmm. was all like David Lynch characters, um, yeah. reinterpreted. So um, I kind of approached her with this song and was like, here's the song, here's what it's about, but we don't want to be super literal or heavy-handed with Mm -hmm. it. Um, And she knows that we love doing genre stuff and monster stuff, and we kind of came up with this idea. I think they wanted to use um, an actual like movie monster that was copy. Copyrighted? Like copyrighted. Copyrighted? What, yeah. do, what do you say? I think it's copyrighted, not okay. copyright. Copy, yeah. copyright. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we wound up doing this sort of like fish head and, and we kind of liked that because it was, um, you know, gender ambiguous and could yeah. show that this stuff, um, you know, although a vast majority is um, cisgender men, but yeah. really it, yeah. it can be anyone who's um, ignoring your personal space and needs. Um right. And so she kind of had it um, that we're going through these various scenarios in which sometimes people put up with harassment and sometimes you've had enough mm-hmm. and um, very stylized, color blocked. Yeah. It the, was really fun. The to color make. blocking is incredible. Yeah. She did such a cool job. Like I showed up to shoot this and I knew she'd do something amazing, but um, just seeing it in action, it was so fun. And did she pick out like you have those great glasses? That oh, yeah. Like she styled it too. Go- That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, good stuff. Thank you. Um, but let's talk. So you brought some recommendations. Yes. Which I always appreciate. Oh, we should start with the Go Team one because I feel like it's kind of related to the topic we were just talking about. All right. Let's start with. So, yeah, the Go Team. The answer is no. Now, what's the question? Yeah, exactly. It's like this really poppy, cute, summery song that I think like the narrative is theoretically about someone turning down a proposal. Mm-hmm. But it's also the chorus. I really am uh, digging into this philosophy, which is like. Isn't it hard to say? Maybe it's, I think it's maybe for some, but not for me. And it's like about mm-hmm. saying no and like yeah. um, That's a great honoring line. when you want to say no and like doing that. Something that certainly like any of us who are addicted to working like could yeah. learn from uh, and for That's other true. reasons. So I really like the song. I got to see them play it last night. Yeah, and uh, I was losing it. It's so good. Yeah, they were. You said they were great. They right? were. It was like one of the best band performances i've ever seen actually i'd never seen them live but um everyone plays every single instrument it's kind of amazing yeah they're like a like a joyous explosion of energy Mm -hmm. the go team i saw i saw them probably seven years ago yeah it was uh it was so good still amazing yeah i'm glad to hear it's still amazing um and oh and then the other one one of the other ones uh alice in wonderland featuring buddy yeah uh, cry i love, I love her song. yeah she's uh, she's great i mean there's like so few like female artists in the kind of like edm space who like make festival headway and sure. like, like actually get on the bill and like yeah. she's one of them so. and her songs are also just so good it's not just like vibe right. music it's like really 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 catchy yeah. and i um 
I picked this because I so her 2015 album Run is that what it's called I think I don't remember but it, I remember the it album. was one of my yeah. favorite records that year yeah and the other day like this past weekend I had a song stuck in my head from the moment I woke up until mm-hmm. like 3 a.m. and I downloaded that app Soundhound where you like sing into the phone what so it'll guess what it it'll, it can like know what it is know, it I didn't mean, work it couldn't tell me <laughs> I made a voice memo and was texting friends like what is this pop song mm-hmm. it's from a couple years ago the person isn't american i don't think these are the lyrics Trivia like what is it yeah. and at like 3 a.m i was like oh my god it's alice in wonderland like i wonder what she's up to mm-hmm. and it turned out she'd released this new record the day before wow um i hadn't That's... heard this song i hadn't seen any of the press for mm-hmm. it which is weird because i feel like strange. there must have been a lot of it she's pretty big yeah so somehow I missed it all, but I love her and I love but this like new the record. But like the universe pinged you and was I know, like, like, check out this song. You better you better remember her right now. Yeah, um, um, it's good. I like the. I mean, the what is the chorus? I want to make a, a I just grown man make cry. A grown man cry. But it's also like a cute like love song yeah. too. Right. It's um, like I love you. I want to have sex with you, but I want to make yeah. you cry too. I believe it's. I just want to fuck you all the time. I mean, is cussing okay? Cussing is fine. It. Yeah, we, okay. It's, it's too late now. Cool. No, it's totally acceptable. Alice in Wonderland just Alice wants Wonderland. To, to fuck him all the time. Yeah, exactly. If it's a quote, then I feel like it's totally safe. And right? she says yeah. that they both like lemonade and anime, and that's like why. <laughs> it's adorable. Yeah. It is. I mean, yeah, those two, those things combined, very adorable. Yes. Are you an anime fan? Or I definitely was a, a big anime head as a kid. Yeah, I have a custom guitar that I designed. To look like Sailor Moon's guitar. That's pretty extreme, um, but very cool. Big, like, Tenshi Muyo fan. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I was all over the, the Toonami. Yeah, I have scene. to say, I dabbled. I wasn't in it no? a ton. Yeah. The, um, la- the Sad 13 record's named after a character from um, Paranoia Agent, which is another I don't even know anime. that one. I know uh, Neon Evangelion, yeah. right? That, that one I saw a bit of nice. when I was a kid, and I liked that, but didn't get didn't go all the way i feel like i'd be i'd be lying to say i'm deep in the anime now because um so many of my friends actually are like right up with what's new yeah you have other things to do i'd say like 1997 to like 2004 yeah i was i was in it i was going to the mall getting uh subtitled vhs's nice yeah well that was exactly it it was so hard to get into you had to like buy all these vhs just to like yeah and the american versions would be like horribly dubbed and like Mm -hmm. censored and weird yeah homophobic ways yes um, and very like kind of violent i remember a friend of mine whose parents were like too religious like he would ha- they would like look in his room for his anime and he would like bring it to school and i would have to hide You'd it at hide my it house at for days wow very strange um i still have a few what of a, those, you're a good friend though i am a, taking yeah. that contraband <laughs> i took the contraband for him um anyways though okay so the next song that you brought um i hadn't heard of this group sieve yeah. So yeah, this was my like out outlier. Yeah. So so tell me um, about Sieve. So M from Sieve is uh, used to be in a New York project called It's Cool, mm-hmm. um, and also plays in the band Corey Flood from Philly, um, who are great. And this is the first song they've released. I think mm-hmm. it's just so good. It's kind of that. I don't know whatever wave of no wave we're on in Philly right now. Right. But I feel like they fit in really well with like um. Palm or like um, Old Maybe bands like yeah. that. Uh, so I really like the song. I mean, I liked it. Yeah, I like it's. I kind of always yeah, like the unmelodic like speaking yeah. thing. But it's so like, it's like it's got that like cute element that Palberta kind of has too. Like yeah, um, it's a it's a it's a bop. It is kind of it, well, it does have a groove. Like it's <laughs> yeah. not melodic, but it has a bit of a groove to yeah. it. 
um yeah bop is an interesting <laughs> you know, know. <laughs> i'm the only one who's gonna I don't know call if it, it qualifies bop, maybe, as bop but... maybe no wave bop let's see yeah, yeah. that's the next maybe someone out there will also find it a bop and we mm-hmm. can we can go to the gig together right um cool well let's uh actually let's listen to that one uh so sieve the song is of course right yeah. okay here we go All right, that was Sieve, of course. That was No Wave Bop, courtesy <laughs> of Sadie from Speedy Ortiz. Um, well, it's my favorite kind of bop. <laughs> yeah, this is the, it's the only kind, right? Yeah. Um, well, before I let you go, is there, so the album, Twerp Verse, is there anything else uh, you want to talk about with it? Or like, you oh know, my gosh. You, you feeling great to be back in band mode now? Yeah, it's nice. Um, we've been starting to play because a lot of the songs we haven't ever done live before yeah which is kind of um a move we made on the last record i think that for us like starting with a studio version and then translating it to live just makes the arrangements way more interesting yeah um which is different from how we did our first record so right this record um still kind of figuring out how to do it live there's so many synths on it and having d- toured with sad 13 yeah. for the past year and a half i'm like i don't want to play a synth live anymore yeah so now i've got all this um i have a whole pedal board for like making synth sounds on guitar which really? has been really really fun and uh, that seems like a lot could go wrong though yeah there's more more gear on stage than before um heightened stress mike yeah. our drummer is playing with a sample pad which he had never done mm-hmm. before this project um, that's kind of cool though i mean i love synths i'm a big oh, yeah. synth i mean me too yeah um but yeah so i mean so the album comes out when does it come out oh uh april 27th all right it's april i should 27th. know that right? yeah <laughs> i, I could have looked it up too uh, um so speedy ortiz twerp verse third album uh Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for having me over again. It's always lovely to have office. you by. Yeah, exactly. And thanks for bringing song recommendations. Oh, of course. Um, all right. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.